Hi Sam, how are you? Hey man, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Hey Brian. What's up? <laughs> Alright, done. <laughs> well, that's, the original that's small plan. Talk comes. <laughs> the uh, original plan was when we had figured if we were able to figure out how to see the movie separately, which mm. he told me day one was not going to happen because yeah. you don't do that anymore. Um, Very rarely. The plan was to have my big unveiling here. Yeah. Which, I mean, could very easily have been done. Well, it There's perfect. a convenient little outdoor area off Sam's bedroom that you could have been hiding in. Freezing, yeah. but hiding in. <laughs> As we established, I have a hat and a scarf. Oh, <laughs> yep, that'll save you. Yep. Oh, man. Melbourne is ruthless at the moment. I bought a whole new jacket just for warmth. I, I bought a beanie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I couldn't wear my flat cap everywhere. <laughs> I packed for freezing oh, yeah. cold weather, and my mom, I, the plane lands, I connect to Wi-Fi, and I have a message from my mom that says, just so you know, the weather forecast says it's going to be in the 90s, so you might want to go shopping and get some clothes for warmer weather. As the captain's coming over saying, it's currently two degrees Celsius outside. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what weather forecast you saw. Because so, uh, my, my gut reaction to that is, 90 degrees? <laughs> is this the sun? <laughs> but, yeah, nah, Americans are weird. Well, when I told her it was two degrees Celsius, she goes, what's that in Fahrenheit? I go, well, zero's 32, so I reckon pretty <laughs> Zero is 30 fucking two. That's so fucking dumb. So dumb. But can I go on a bit of a rant uh, after, yeah. you know, now that I've had my fucking European experience? Oh. Yeah, Sorry, I yeah, forgot yeah, your yeah, right. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I, for, 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 the, for the listeners at home, I'm, a bit, I'm pulling out one of those cigarettes that are on a really long stick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So... Britain, right? Worse than America. In every possible way Have that we bag America. Have you been to America? No, no, no. You don't know. But. Oh. <laughs> but, right? Yeah. The British. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Me- like, measure shit in fucking miles. Yeah. And pints. Yeah. And just dumb fucking shit. And you know what? A, like, okay. Uh, bartenders around the world. Uh, okay. Bartenders around every, you know, Australia are going to tell me that I'm entirely wrong about this. I'm sure. But as far as I'm aware, a pint here is about 500 mils. Right. It's, it's almost exactly 500 mils to the point where you just don't even need to think about it. Because mm. it, it's, it's basically like double a pot and a pot's 250 mils. So like we use like a metric pot pint system. Over yeah. there, it's a certain amount of ounces and it's like 555 mils. And it's just, it's a completely arbitrary thing and they measure everything in it. And there's and they call it, there's pints and half pints and it's it's just fucking ridiculous. But like so we give America shit for just doing shit the wrong way around all the time, right? Britain is in Europe and currently still in the European Union, and they drive on the fucking side of the road that the rest of the world that they're attached to doesn't. What Fuck happened. Britain. Uniformity all the way. I say we should switch what side of the road we're on. <laughs> I've never agreed with Cal Moore. Switching side of the roads is fine. It doesn't actually matter. No, it absolutely doesn't Except matter. It's just we have to remanufacture all our fucking cars. Uh, but it's like, yeah. and then that's jobs, Sam. But also, oh, okay. Boom. <laughs> also, here it doesn't matter because we're do- we're not the connected robots. to anything. <laughs> it's jobs for the robots, Brienne. 
Which I'm all for. But here we're, we're disconnected from everything, so it doesn't matter. We can drive on the wrong side of the road that's, and people just got to deal with it. The UK is, that's the reason they claim. Speaking yeah, but they're France. fucking not. You can drive to France. Yeah, I know. Madness. Get your fucking but shit together, Britain. But that's a recent Britain. thing. That's the thing. They'll never change because... Speaking of robots, did you see Facebook shut down their robot? I did. it invented a language. Yeah, I did see that. Did you see that? No, it created like an AI thing that invented its own language. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, they created... And they shut it down I was because say, it they freaked them out too much. Didn't Elon Musk go, oh, okay, hang on, Mark Zuckerberg, you're a bit of a fucking twat who doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to AI. I've seen a little bit of, Probably. like, there's some, apparently some kind of little, like media feud between them at the moment because and I'm not sure who's on what side because I haven't looked at it much but I probably could guess one of them's very against robots that it's a menace to the future Elon Musk is like let's be cautious and Mark Zuckerberg's like nope (laughs) fucking they're our tools nothing can possibly go wrong (laughs) science fiction of the last 30 years bollocks absolute (laughs) rubbish I watched um we're a good five minutes in a small talk now. But it's fine, who cares? <laughs> I'll just put the music in at low. <laughs> You'll do. Anyway. Sorry, yeah, I keep forgetting that it's you now. Yeah, I have all the power. Well, fine, you can do it then. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll just keep rambling. You can put the music in somewhere. I'll You're still going to wait for me to say the thing. every single bit of wording out and edit myself <laughs> in saying the thing. Did you listen to the, 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 the Spider-Man podcast? Yeah. The war over saying the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it got my ego. <laughs> a bit of a boost, to be honest. The, the, like, the, the how much you guys talk about me when I'm not here is really good. See, it's the only reason I listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's like, if I, if I was slightly more of an egotist, I could get off on that. You guys talk about me a lot. It's nice. Okay. <laughs> anyway, mm. I watched Ex Machina the other day. Or Ex Machina, whatever. Machina. Machina. It should be Machina. No, it's not. No. It should be, though. No, because no. it's from the Latin phrase. I know. Anyway, ex- I watched Ex Machina the other day. Yeah. Very good. Is it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm always wary of that sort of stuff. Like, it just seems like... <sighs> seems like on some level, mm. someone gets something wrong that always just takes me out of it. It's kind of the point of sci-fi, no? Same, but... Yeah. (laughs) But in this case, uh, the characters reacted to the situation more or less exactly as they should have, with the exception of one thing, but it serves a purpose. Mm. Which makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, we should go on to the actual podcast. Yeah, we should, because we are getting way off topic. Yeah, it's nearly ten minutes in now. So, uh, play the music. podcast about what you're watching maybe i'm your host cal i'm your other host sam and today uh we're joined by brianne to talk about the new movie atomic blonde brianne's here because she's also blonde yeah that's why that's the only reason flew her in specifically just for this yep taking back to the airport tomorrow it's kind of appropriate with how the film ends spoilers for the movie yeah. Do you really have to say that still? Yes. Look, because it was garbage, right? It was a b- 
bit is entirely bit incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Because I'm really tired today. Because I got you from the airport at five o'clock in the morning. Seven. Yeah, yeah. You came out at seven. See, I, I was just under the impression that, like, because I hadn't eaten much today. And I hadn't, re- like, uh, I, f- I sort of felt like I was supposed to be enjoying this movie, and I just didn't. Same. Well, it was marketed very heavily as an action film, and, like, yeah, there was massive fights in it, but it didn't altogether feel like you're run-of-the-mill, like, we're gonna fight for two hours action film. Well, because Charlize Theron had no, no character to portray at all. And she, her, her act- she was useless at her job. Except she was a double agent in the end, but... Triple. Triple A. Fuck off. Yeah. Such a dumb twist. I yeah. saw it the whole yeah. time, obviously, as well. Well, because it's like, they're just clearly setting up who's the bad guy right from the beginning, so he can't be the bad guy. And, and the only other she... character in the whole fucking movie is this chick, so it's <laughs> gotta be her. And what a twist. She was American all along. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the dumbest part of that twist. Like... I would be okay with the cliché-ness of framing him and her actually being it, but no, wait, she's actually the good guy pretending to be the bad guy pretending to be the good guy. I was going to say, it would have been interesting if she was just a straight-up double agent, mm. but it wasn't. Like, Even if she was a straight-up double agent who was then betrayed by the Russians, that'd be fine. But, like, what was the point of her being a good guy, with, or pretending to be a good guy for the British... While being a Russian spy, but actually working with the Americans. Like, what was the point of changing side, like, changing, I guess, good guy points with between the allies? What was, I, I don't get it. But and it sounds like it was just that she was, like, gathering all this information for the Americans and, and keeping it separate from the British because they're Because America? Friends. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. America's dumb and does dumb things. But Britain's also dumb and does even dumber things. What the fuck, world? Well, and they... At least Britain has roundabouts. Four-way stop signs, Cal. No, fuck you. I know you know like they're fuck roundabouts. You. They're not roundabouts. They're goddamn gyrateries. And you could... You could build a whole fucking civilization. Correct. On those things. still not a four-way stop sign. I would prefer a four-way stop You're sign. You're a man. No, no, because these are fucking roundabouts with eight lanes and you are told that you have to change lanes on a roundabout. The whole point of a roundabout is you don't have to change lanes. I think they're more a road though, aren't they? They're, they're not a around, road. They're a round no. road now. Yes, they're a round road. They're a fucking you hazard. <laughs> if you want to appreciate roundabouts... Come visit me, and you will go through about 15 stop signs in the span of a minute. I, I believe you, and that's why we need robot but drivers. You, well, that yeah, I agree with that. Um, but fuck. Fuck. Fuck what the British think roads are. They, <laughs> they either just get it so fucking incredibly wrong that they build them spherical somehow, or they build fucking roads that are so narrow that not even a, a horse and cart could get through. Certainly not one big enough to carry any of your shit on it. Fuck the British and their fucking bullshit roads. They got trains fucking spot on though, I'll give them that. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> You're an absolute lunatic. Oh, man. Anyway. I'm totally a trained guy. I don't want to be. I don't want to be fucking Reverend Lovejoy in my basement with my, <laughs> my model trains. Okay, Sheldon. <laughs> but that's totally me. 
fuck off with your bullshit goddamn fucking fuck Big Bang Theory. Fuck how I met your mother. Fuck all that. <laughs> fuck community. Fuck you, hey, Sam. Hey, community's great. No, fuck you, Sam. How good was John Goodman in this, though? This I is mean, taking a very John Goodman, turn. You like John Goodman, right? I mean, who doesn't love John Goodman? Yeah. Guess what? He's in Cal. Fucking community, Cal. I don't care. <laughs> he was also in Roseanne. <laughs> On another note... <laughs> Did anyone see Split? No. no. He, um, <laughs> but apparently it's good. I've he's heard... so much better in that than this. I think he did no, a... James, James, James McAvoy? McAvoy. Yeah. I thought James McAvoy did a good job in this with the fuck all that he was given. Yeah, he, well, he's a really talented all the actors actor. Were um, I, I really enjoyed him in Split compared to this. Sounds like he would have had more to work with. Well, he played 27 different people <laughs> at once. <laughs> What do you want? Mm. <laughs> um, or 23 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I don't know. He just, it like, he did a good job. It just felt kind of stale and mm. it, uh, So I think it got across, flat. like, that grittiness of, of Berlin at the time. And, like, it was fun. Except th- that's the thing. What a great setting for, like, a John Wick action-style movie. I've never seen John Wick. Oh, but you should. It's so I, good. I don't care. It's man. so good, and it's exactly what this movie should have been. But a see, straightforward story with simple emotions and great action. See, I, I, I do like the action sequences in this. I hated the long shot one. This is a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, so like, that's the thing. I don't think this is an actively bad movie. I actively didn't enjoy it. I, I, th- I struggled to enjoy it. The thing that, like, where I was going to draw some parallels with Baby Driver. Right. Um, it, it's just how they use music in this. Yeah. Nowhere near to the same level so of genius. Baby Driver, and I, that was my guess of where you were going with it. Yeah. Like, just how interesting the musical choices were a lot of the time. Like, I, I want to own the soundtrack to this movie. Um, and 2017's a good year for musical movies, but, you know, I... Is there a current obsession with, like, revamping 80s music in all of our films? Uh, because today's music is shit, so we can't <laughs> use any of it. So it's, it's fucking so goddamn miserable. That, like, it's just... Uh, get your shit together, music industry. So the guy who directed this was actually a, a co-director on John Wick 1. Oh, yeah, cool, man. And he produced John Wick 2. Also. But he was a co-director. I don't know if it was him or the story, though, that didn't work. And the editing was atrocious. Look, see, the story... Of this? Or... This. John Wick is amazing, and John Wick 2 is arguably better. The story of this was just... I, I turned up, I tried to do the thing, I tried to figure out how to do the thing. The other guy said, I already know how to do the thing. Here, let's try and do the thing, but I don't trust the dude. And now the thing didn't work, and now we're here. Except you, I was going to say, you missed the primary point. Is It's not, let's do the thing, it's, let's talk about the thing we did. Mm. It was... And it wasn't even, let's talk about the thing we did, it's, let's interrogate you, because we have a feeling we know something about you, but you've now given us enough evidence to point otherwise, and mm. it... <sighs> it's frustrating. I was expecting Black Widow the movie. Yes. And that's not really what I got. Well, and I felt like, 
And maybe this was just me based off of what I know of some stunt choreography and what I'd seen in the trailer. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed with the action sequences. The, well, I'm disappointed too. Because they, they really played them up in the trailers to make it look like this was going to be this really kind of badass woman. And like <laughs> she still was a super badass who kicked everyone's butt the entire film. But there were just some things I was like, this feels really slow. Like well, action, it was pretty realistic. It was pretty grounded in its yeah. It, it, but a lot of the director's a stunt coordinator, though. Mm. Yeah, like it, it should have been. Like, I mean, so I, I don't know very much about what stunt coordinators, you know, do mm. and how they're trained. Like, I mean, I, I have an idea of what they do, obviously, but you'd, you'd hope. But like, well, let me rephrase them because I think I think it was choreographed well, but. Like I don't think it was shot well. That's where I was going. Is that it wasn't well, and it wasn't cut well. It was not edited well either. Because you could see in like some of them, like the really slow past the cheek movements, um, and instead of like if you just use two quick cuts, it's fine. And, and it didn't use quick cuts, which is maybe what made it feel slow. The thing is, you can have long shots with. You can have long shots with exciting action if you frame it right. I well, don't think it was framed right. And it was it was constantly the best, wide. Well, wide wide can be okay. Can be, <laughs> was not. <laughs> I actually thought the best shots were the wide's profile when mm, she had yeah. two guys on either side of her, and it was just a single shot of her kicking the shit out of those. Mm-hmm. I thought those were the best pieces of action. Those were, but they got really repetitive because they, well, they did used, them like, seven or eight them. times. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And, like, because it was so grounded, a lot of the time it just came down to, well, whenever they shoot at her, they miss. And then whenever they punch her, she gets back up again. That That's it. There's no... There's not necessarily any extra skill in the fight. She got her ass kicked hardcore a lot of the time. And yeah. sometimes she can take a guy out instantly. Yeah. And other times she's struggling to take one guy out for five minutes. Mm. And yeah. I know there's different fighting levels and stuff, but, you know. But that's not what it felt like. It didn't feel like anyone outskilled her yeah. as much as they took a blow that she... Yeah, that oh, so she what was that guy who got stabbed in the throat and then still kept, like, came after her? Yeah. I called bullshit on that. Yeah, I feel like at some point... Like, when, when they're, like, really slowly and groggily because they're all fucked up... Like, when she goes for the corkscrew, yeah. I would have been like, look, bitch, the gun's over there. Just take the gun and cap me. Don't corkscrew me in the throat. That would suck. That'd be a shitty death. Just pick up the gun and shoot me. For fuck's sake. Also, this is... I'm glad you mentioned the gun, because I don't know if you noticed, but where they drop the gun, it just disappears. Yeah, yeah. Because they drop the gun, and then she ends up there in a different shot, and, then, like, that what part of He gets up and walks across the room for a good minute or two and doesn't pick up the gun. Yeah. What bothered me about that was, because it just illustrated... Because that was all one really long, single-shot action scene. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, Brian was asleep for a little bit of this. <laughs> um, but it's not. That's the thing. Because they can, never are. No, but, no, you're right. But you can be fooled into thinking they are. Yeah. Have you seen Children of Men? No. Have you seen Children it's of Men? It's on my list. It's a great movie. I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, great, like, dystopian. Do you know anything about it? No. It's basically about a world where humanity's lost the ability to breed. So okay. yeah, is this the one where there's a, yeah, there's like one pregnant like African woman and essentially yeah. I've seen a trailer for it. Isn't the opening scene like the super long take? 
Well, there are, there are a lot of really long takes in this movie, mm. but you don't see the cuts. Yeah. And it's because they film them basically long cut for real. And the same in the raid, particularly the raid two, they're like got guys on like strapped to the side of cars to grab the camera as it comes through the car. Nice. Looks fucking incredible. But when you watch something like this, that long shot just looks really bad because you've seen other great long takes. And this one is just a lot of... They move in front of the camera quickly and there's a clear cut. The guns disappeared over there, so clearly there's been a... Mm. You know. And it's like, you just... You don't need to do that. Like, you just... And if you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah, do it properly. Don't do it half-assed. But also, like, I just felt like there was nothing really inspired about any of these fight scenes. They were all yep. nameless goons in shabby-looking buildings with, you know, nostalgic 80s tech in it and... That's and I mean, you, you had that one guy who was like the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a lot of action movies do that, and John Wick did does that. But usually he has a bunch of interactions with that character before, there's tension before, Yeah. and they're given character. And actually, John Wick 2 does that... <sighs> I'm going to make you watch these movies. I, I, I we're, probably... We're going to get... We're going to... What? I probably just won't. Like... No, no, no. We've got other shit to do. No, so. like... I'll come around under the present of... We're doing something else. And then we'll watch John Wick instead. But you'll stay for the pizza. Yeah, yeah, you got me. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, like, care about any of these guys dying. And I had no... Well, then you get to the one, right, and maybe this is just me, but you get to her v. James McAvoy, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, here's a showdown we've been waiting for the entire film, because it's the first person we actually recognize she's fighting. <laughs> and she just shoots him, and it's like, cool, cool, nice conversation. Yeah. Second bullet, end of conversation. Yeah. I just... I was drawn in by the, by the good music... And by... I mean, I, I thought the... My favourite part of the movie was when they played Under Pressure. Under Pressure. I was cause... severely disappointed with the fight scene. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> um, I was severely disappointed with the fight scene between him and um, the French girl as well. Mm. Just she because... just went down like a bitch. Well, like, <laughs> she... Like, I know they already t- they had touched on... Like, she's only been in her, her first year in the field, and mm-hmm. she's rather young and inexperienced. Yeah. But I, I really wanted to see her at least rally a little bit. Yeah. And she she, just... she flopped. She just... She was down for the count. Also, and I'm sick of people getting stabbed in the spine and getting up again. Also, yeah. <laughs> but he gets stabbed in the spine, and then the next scene where he's wrapped, he's wrapped... This injury and not this injury, yeah. and this one looks like it, like maybe he got actually it wasn't the by... sp- yeah. But well, the second he wasn't stabbed in the spine; he was stabbed in the, in the shoulder. shoulder. I thought it was funny when he can't get it out. That was yeah. good. Uh, yeah, I sat there in the cinema and I went, <laughs> "Yeah, I could get that out." Like I'm not a, I'm not a flexible guy. It depended on the muscle it hit, though. That could yeah. affect your arm movement, I, maybe. Well, and the pain levels. But I don't know. Um, but also, she had the perfect opportunity to get him. What was she doing while he was doing that? French. <laughs> Did you buy for one second that there was any chemistry between Charlize Theron and the mummy? Whatever her name is. Like, Wait, was, is she in that? She, she is she's the, mummy. the mummy. She's also Chazelle. Gazelle. Gazelle. Gazelle yeah. from Kingsman. Kingsman. The knife leg girl. Oh. Yeah. I've seen one of those two films. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, see she's, the mummy. She's quite uh, good. Yeah, this, why yeah. haven't seen the originals? 
Oh, we're gonna watch the Brendan Fraser one. We've talked about this so many times. Well, they they clearly this is clearly a sequel to those. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, like I wanted there to be one character to latch onto, and James McAvoy's character was nearly it, but we got fuck all time with him, and also he was a dick. But he was a. I mean, which is fine. You can attach to dicks, but. But look, I That's would have really liked to have seen more about him, like enjoying being in Berlin and and like and interacting with all these different factions. And it was know. oddly paced. We didn't get any moments of them. It was like we're there and there's action, and now we're somewhere else and the things happening. And, and now someone else for her to fight. It was exceptionally disappointing. Well, and you yeah. just like you start the film off with a scene of someone going in the icy river. And then you cut to her in an ice tub, and you mm. return to her in the ice tub two or three more times, and you're like, she's going in the river at some point. Mm. You just, she did. You just no- exactly. Mm. It was, it like some things are set up well, and you're like, oh yeah, they definitely established well that she's going to be ready for this. But this was like, well, it's quite obvious that she's going for a swim, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, oh, so disappointing. <laughs> and like. I mean, I know that James Bond has set up this sort of idea of the, you know, the, the, the noble agent alcoholic, like it's cool to just fucking slam alcohol just all the time as a, as an operative. Yeah. Is there any other job on earth where you're (laughs) meant to get fucked up at, on the, on the job? No. If you're working for the fucking... Intelligence agencies, I don't want you sipping a fucking... Fucking an ounce of anything. Why... And that's the thing, they're intelligence agents. I can can think of... Again, I hate to come back to John Wick, but I come back to it because it's the best action movie of the last decade. Are you Um, serious? Like, in the spy kind of realm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Quickly diverted from fucking the Mad Max umbrella... Well, quickly like, divert it from the Captain America Civil War umbrella. They're completely <laughs> uncomparable. In the spy film genre, he isn't a spy, he's an assassin. Well, what about Winter Soldier? So it's okay for him to drink. Uh, that's a superhero movie. It's not, though. It's a fucking I know spy it's movie. it's not. That's a great movie, but I kind of fit it in a different category. This is how yeah, tired I was, it. was that I, I sat there going, that dude's in a Marvel movie... What Marvel movie is he from? <laughs> <laughs> See, I keep doing this too, in the opposite. I, I, I keep going like, I really like this person's performance. What Marvel character should they play? <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, James McAvoy. Why that's can't, definitely worse. <laughs> why can't you be available? Because I was talking to my sister about because we, we're trying to create a head canon um, a movie for um, for the, the, the Teen Titans. Um, right. Because we're both big fans. So we're trying to cast who's going to play the, the various characters. And I was saying that Charlize Theron's got really good action movie chops. She could probably pull off Starfire. She's far too off for Starfire. Well, that, that's, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, we, we were just trying to find someone who's really tall and, and, and has the chops, and I don't know actors that well. So the thing, but what you this, what you actually do when casting a Teen Titans movie is you get a wholly fresh cast. I think so, absolutely. Like you have to just open up the casting call. But like but we, we have like John our dream Boyega. team of like who we want to play these characters. Sure, he would be awesome. <laughs> John Boyega. Yeah. Or I'd like John Boyega as like a cyborg. That's Which one's John Boyega? Except Finn we've already got from a... Star Wars. Oh yeah. Except we've already got a cyborg. 
Yeah. But he's in the but Justice John League. <laughs> Boo. Uh, I mean, technically, this... James McAvoy is a Marvel character. He's not, though. Technically. <laughs> nah. No. Like, he could still be in he... the MCU. Yes, he could be, it, right. Yeah. yeah. Chris Evans was uh, Human Torch yep. in the Fox movies, so hmm. it's fine. So anyway, um, I, I really... The, the main... She's had a lot of really dumb lines this movie, too, though. Yeah. Like, she's like, so what should I wear? What should I wear when I go to the Queen? When I and have tea with the Queen. When I have tea with the Queen. And I'm just like, you it's... don't have anything to give them, and mm. they're burying the whole thing. Why the fuck would you go to tea with the Queen? Well, was this like a reference to something else? I remember somebody else saying something about the Queen, but, but that's the thing. I found this movie so incomprehensibly boring that <laughs> I, I found it really hard to latch on to anything. If there were callbacks to earlier moments in the movie, I don't yeah, know. Well, they mentioned the tea thing two or three times, but they started with like her... When they give her her assignment, like, if you do well, you'll mm. go meet the Queen or something like that. I forget mm. what, what they actually said, but it was something along those lines. Yeah. Um... And then later in the film, you hear James McAvoy say something about it. Like, if he does his job right and gets her or something, I, mm. I think it was to her he said that, um, mm. that he'd have tea with the queen. Mm. And that was when I started getting confused. I was like, I've definitely missed something in my nap because mm. now he's talking about it. Apparently, I didn't miss anything. Um, Certainly not anything that you can make anything out of because right. it all came... It all- comes to the end and then it spells everything out for you and it still doesn't make sense. Well, it's, it's like, what was the purpose of this then? Why, yeah. why are we telling the story? Why is this interesting? Well, I mean, yeah, like the whole point is like, it's just her covering her own tracks in betraying fucking everybody. And they fucked up a really simple story too. Yeah. Because they made it overly complicated with cutting forward and backwards to that. Exactly. Dumb Why did it have to take place? And then those place? dumb interviews, and then that interview ended at the end of the movie, and we had another action scene afterwards. Yeah, and it didn't have like the movie any hasn't consequences. Finished. We they could have brought her in. Like it could have all happened in chronological order. Yeah. And yeah. like, it didn't add anything to the movie to do that. Well, and it might have had m- more. What's the word? I, it might have had more substance to it if they had done it that way because with flashing backwards in time, you have a vague idea of where it's going to go. You have a vague idea of where she's going to end up because she has to make it to this interview somehow. Mm. So there's low stakes in the fights because you know she's going to survive. Mm. You know how beat up she's going to be because you see her with all of her bruises, the first scene in the film. Mm. Um, I mean, there is an element of how did it happen, but... I stopped caring as soon as it stopped making sense. But, like... Well, and, like, why was she... (coughs) Sorry. I would have made the argument, because what you're saying about um, the two women, there wasn't much chemistry there. Um, I would have made the argument maybe it was more of a, like, less romantic, more of a, like, blow-off-steam kind of thing. Yeah, totally. But then why'd she cover for her? Why didn't... She didn't give me any information. Yeah. Especially if she's dead. <laughs> yeah, and we never find out what information she gave. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like, it wasn't important at all. So, I, like, I think there were a couple of reveals along along the way of, like, what James McAvoy had told them and what they knew um, without her knowledge. But, like, I feel like this whole movie could have been told basically with the same stuff that was filmed 
from James McAvoy's point yeah. of view. Yeah. Because he had her bugged the whole time. He knew everything that was going on. We I could was have easily confused by that too because he had her bugged and was listening. But then you saw her putting a bug on herself, and I'm like, is that? Like, is that the bug James McAvoy's listened to? Is this... Uh, like, I, I, I lost track of what why was going she, on. Why was she wearing a wire? Yeah. Also, why would you bug something that you know that she's going to take apart because all the instructions are written on... Like, they, they bug the watch and then she has to take it apart and look at the cogs to, to see the hidden information inside it. Like, that's the whole That wasn't thing. a bug. They bugged, bugged the, jacket. the jacket. Oh, Okay. Yes, yeah, they did too. No, entirely. That's also that. dumb because you're not going to wear the same jacket all the time. Well, she did. Well, it what made if you me go to go different back different and rewatch room? it and go, wait, how many scenes did she actually wear this jacket in? Yeah, yeah, because she wore the white so jacket dumb. quite a bit. And that's what I, I thought that she was. That was the. That's the problem. That's another problem with bugging the jacket is that if you're going to make a massive plot point out of we put a bug in a jacket, make the jacket distinguishable. She wore two colors this entire film, black and white. Mm. Mm. So distinguishing that black jacket from the other four black jackets is mm. anyone's guess. Well, and also like because I thought there was a scene where like she's talking to the French girl and she puts her watch right next to the the radio. Mm. So he, he can't hear her, but um, apparently I'm had, just making up better yeah. plot points for this yeah. movie. <laughs> what she had done was just she just turned the radio up. Oh, so dumb. Also, with James McAvoy's reveal of him being a traitor. But he, he, but was, he wasn't. I don't think well, he was. All right, here's the reveal of that plan where he wanted to kill that guy. Well, yeah. he wasn't a traitor exactly. But he was. Well, he was confusing because he kept talking about the game of it. So he was, he was almost and he like worked he with wasn't the, invested the, um, in either side. It was like, this information's too dangerous to be available to anyone. I was going to say, and she like set him up. But he did go and make a plan to assassinate someone. But he also had the with list. This. So if he kills the other guy... He's then... the only one with the list. Yeah, yeah, so he's the only one with the information. Yeah. And yeah, then so he sense. has more power. Like, that's fine. But but also, what's her incentive to save him? Yeah, I didn't understand Fucking why she none. was so like, invested in him. Uh, none of this movie makes any goddamn sense. Well, tell, uh. Not to mention, like, they, they kind of established her from the beginning as an unreliable narrator in the lies in her interview. Mm. Um, well, and that's the thing. Can we trust anything we saw on screen? Well, mm. particularly because it starts with her going to retrieve the body of the other guy, mm. and oh, she, they met on one assignment, and then we get this flashback that I assume was her and him talking about um, Satchel, mm. or, or whatever. I I might have been completely misreading that scene, but it seemed like she had been somewhat romantically involved with him, and or, and I'm like I said, I might have just completely missed that scene, but I have. It's so hard to follow what happened in this movie. Like, so incoherent. I'm really disappointed. I have yeah. to say. I mean, because you were really hyped for this movie. I was really keen. The Same. trailers look great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cast is great. And, and there's some really, like, there's some cool moments with characters that I thought we were going to build up more. Like the boss guy. Um, well, like the the one it? she kills at the end. I think so. <laughs> I was going to say, the scene where the guy beats the fuck out of the punk guy with the skateboard. Like oh, he, right. he just, like... See, I forgot that happened because it left... 
zero impact because well, I thought that we were going to see more of the, it wasn't at all but also that was from nobody's point of view that's true the camera and was in it no didn't matter in the end because James McAvoy told them where the, um, the spy glass was going to be yeah well and it like Ugh. did any scene really hold a whole lot of significance to moving the story forward other than the very last scene to say this is what was all happening not until the yeah the attempt to cross the border like nothing mattered so that was a good, like, hour of the movie yeah. that meant fucking nothing. Yeah. And the thing is, you have such a fucking interesting backdrop for this movie. Yeah. Like, the 80s when the Berlin Wall's getting ripped down. So cool. Really cool location. And if it was just a simple, straight action film with a basic premise and a basic underlining emotional narrative, with the wall, with that as, like, a setting... Yeah. Great, refreshing. Mm. And they even address it right at the beginning. They go, we have a great setting, but we're not going to talk but about, not about it, about guys. It. <laughs> but, like, like, clearly there was such an opportunity here to, yeah, to take, an, like, a story that didn't need to be necessarily complicated. Yeah, and, and really flavor it up. But also, like... <sighs> have more interactions with the people of the time. All the characters in the background look like way more interesting characters than the ones we got to follow. Like her side guy who was making all the passports and shit. Yeah. And he did the whistle thing and they all the umbrellas. I'm oh, like, that's so what good. about that guy. Is he the guy who was like in the hotel at the end? Yes. Because I, I was confused who he was for a lot of it. I hmm. I had missed his introduction. He was her contact. Was he, she the guy, or was he the guy when she went across and they were like you have to leave by 6 p.m yes that's when she met him yes okay you fell asleep for that bit no i remember that bit i remember her leaving i just he was very forgettable but just all the like crazy punk characters looked awesome and like i wanted to see more of like these people who are separated from their family and disenfranchised by everything that's going on around them like She's been told in chronological order and not being about these fucking boring political. But also, well, that's another head. reason it why it should have been disconnected from politics, which isn't you know spying about politics. Exactly. So we should be seeing the connect. And and so to show from this interesting location, it's all about a list. <laughs> yeah. God fucked. And it's like. If this was told from James McAvoy's point of view, yeah. we would have gotten to see all these interactions with these interesting characters because that's his whole thing was building this spider web of connections and having all the power. Like it would have been an awesome movie from his fucking point of view. The few scenes we were introduced to him with, like when he was running and um, diving down into the sewer or whatever that great was, mm. um, like that yeah. was really interesting to see the connections. And also, I'm not sure why there. he did that. I, I'm <laughs> so confused about what he was running from and why. Well, I that think he was on was... the wrong side of the wall. But well, here's the thing: yes. is he was. They started off with sure. him being, or with the party getting stopped by the cops. Yeah. And he beat up some cops and took the car, and then the, the shot. I don't know if it was a cut or a fade or whatever it was, but all of a sudden, as the car is leaving the shot, a new car or the same car, I was not really sure. He's rolls on, into frame yeah. on fire and yeah. everyone's shooting at the car on fire and James McAvoy's running behind it. And I'm like, what happened between these two shots? Yeah, like, it, yeah. It, it it just rose more questions. This Like, half of this movie was it's just... It's just unanswered questions. Yeah. But not even good ones. Just what happened between this frame and this frame. Why did you show us this? Yeah. Yeah. And it was based on a graphic novel? Yeah. yeah. Said at the start... 
I feel like it was based on a series of graphic novels yeah. that were all meshed well, in one. Well, I feel like what they did um, was when they adapted it, they made the mistake of trying to keep it as true shot by shot with the panels. And I could be completely wrong because I've never seen it. But just from talking about this one particular shot, is that like you can see that as a tr- transition in a comic book or mm. in a graphic novel of shot of him leaving. Now all of a sudden there's a shot of this and him running because you've mm. got text panels to tell you what's going on in there. We don't have the luxury of text panels in or, the film. Or you might have seen a similar thing before. You might have seen him make this journey before. Yeah. And they're just cutting mm-hmm. short Yeah, just what happened. <sighs> yeah, like, people really need... And I know I say this every other bloody episode, but people need to let go of this idea of turning comics directly into movies. Marvel has, and they've got the best fucking comic book movie universe around... And I'm not saying everyone should be Marvel. I'm just saying nobody should ever do the killing joke again. <laughs> yeah. Because that was a mistake. But I, I, I stand by the mistake with the killing joke was not keeping it shot for shot. It was the things they added. <laughs> well, absolutely. Like that, the whole Batgirl... It's too Bat short Girl... for a film, though. That was the problem. Yeah, that whole Batgirl thing shouldn't have happened. I was talking to someone the other day. She is a token sassy gay friend. Yeah, she in that does. movie. Yeah, she does. Like, I know everyone, like, goes on about the ridiculous sex scene, and that is ridiculous. But there's yeah. literally... She's got a token gay friend. How much... Well, I mean... How less... See, he- see I, I... When I was watching it at the time, I was in my, oh, you know, this movie can do no wrong sort of moment, and I was looking at it like, oh, cool, they've got a gay character in here. That's That's good. Like, that is a good thing. Inclusion is good. But then it's like, yeah, this is just a stereotype with where his entire character is just that he's a sassy gay guy. Yeah, he's the sassy gay best friend, <laughs> which is almost worse. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Especially when his whole point is to be like, come on, Batgirl, don't be Batgirl, be a, just go, like, clubbing and meet dudes. Look, honestly, sounds better than being Batgirl. Being Batgirl sounds hard. Well, being Batgirl sounds like it was perfectly fine until she gets fucking (laughs) jokered into... Being disabled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Um, Look. It's not a good movie. uh, Yeah, if we're going to rate it on a see-it-don't-see-it sort of scale, don't bother. I wouldn't bother. Did you Look. hear that? Cal just rated something on the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> I would probably agree, though, actually. I would say this isn't worth it. No. Maybe maybe on Stan or Netflix. No. Watch something better on Stan or Netflix. I just want to say, called it. That it was going to be bad. I didn't want to see this right from the fucking beginning. You you were all like, yeah. oh, this is going to be good. And I'm like, it's Charlize Theron. It'll probably be fine, but I don't care. I think there's been a strong push to try and, like, actively make strong female characters in action films that aren't about their romance, and this, like, everyone wanted this to be good because of that, this is, and yeah. it wasn't. I mean, look, we could go all night about that politics <laughs> if we really want, but, and, and I don't necessarily think that this is that, because, you know, it's clearly based, well, look... <sighs> It's, it's based on a thing. They didn't change any characters. They didn't go, hey, let's make, you know, let's let's change this thing or write this new but thing. But they actively chose to do this story. They did, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, Kel's head explode. No, it's like, see, because because I just don't want to be on here. Uh, like, cause uh, going back to like when I wasn't here and hearing you guys talk about me, <laughs> where on, on Millie's episode, which I think is the one that you didn't listen to. Baby driver. Yeah. yeah baby, driver. baby driver. Yeah. Like one of the first things they, <laughs> Millie says is, Oh no, I like Cal. I wish I could have been here with Cal. He's very left. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's, he's very progressive. From my brief interaction, he isn't racist and he's, and he's, and he's left. And I'm like... <laughs> They're probably both wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Um, well, I guess my point being, like, particularly as a woman, you when you see that there's going to be an action film starring a woman that doesn't seem to be about some kind of romance at the same time, mm-hmm. you want to see it do really well, and it, it just. I think that's a bit of my problem too. I was expecting John Wick at the Berlin Wall. With a kick-ass Charlize Theron at the head. But also... And that's a, what I wanted. A pro-feminist movie starring Charlize Theron, this should have been Mad Max. Like, it should have... Like, that's what people are expecting if you want, like, a really good pro-feminist movie. Well, I yeah. don't think it needs to, like, even, like, stand on the legs of pro-feminism. Oh, absolutely but... <laughs> not. And I don't even think that this is how this movie was being portrayed and no, sold necessarily. Wasn't. No, But, like, what you want to do with something like this is to get everybody in on the merits of it being a cool, fun movie, however you want to sell it, and then tell your story. Yeah. Then get your political agenda across mm-hmm. in a way that isn't just, that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Well, I don't even rephrase. think that's what this movie was about. No, it no, wasn't at all. Totally. I'm just trying to clarify my position, yeah. because I don't want to piss Millie off, because <laughs> I like Millie, she but, wants I, but I also don't want... To be lying, right? Yeah, no. I'm not, <laughs> about my political affiliation. I'm not saying that it's made to make a political statement um, no, at but, all. But to to talk about this movie as something separate from well, yeah, politics can. is just it's it's really hard to Particularly do. Particularly when it takes place at the Berlin Wall. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it should have been so much more interesting than it was. Yeah. Why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm think, so mad. Like if you're gonna. I, I just think if you're gonna, I don't know. It just is. It was disappointing, and I wanted I wanted more out of it. Yeah. Particularly when I had low hopes for say Wonder Woman, and I was like, yeah, you did an all right job with yeah. having a badass woman. And you know, and what? I went, this is gonna have a badass woman. And then it was like, sure she was, but there was nothing else to it. But there was nothing about her that was particularly interesting or worth following and all she did well, was, was she just even a flawed character like you could make the no. argument of being the double agent but that still was part of the plan from the get-go but i would argue that she's just not a character like she just she doesn't we don't learn anything about her personality about her interests about her goals because the whole point of the thing is that that's all she's a triple yeah she's so a don't make she's... her the main fucking character well, well that's the thing her. yeah they made her this malleable, changeable, fit the scenario, perfect mm. spy character. But because of that, we don't get to know who she is at all. Mm. So like, we see and her she's with the one guy, but then to... we see her with the girl, and then they're per- she's protecting them. But why is she protecting them? And mm. that, like, the thing with the girl is the closest we get, but we spend so little time with it, and, and there's no chemistry there that it doesn't work. Mm. And it feels like she's faking it because everything's a double cross, and that's the whole point of her character. Mm. I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 76. But you know what's most disappointing about this? The stew of good movies we've had. Yeah. Yeah, like, we've been on a good run. I'm having a look. Most of the movies, 
like top of the box office and currently out are all certified fresh, with mm. the exception of Paris Can Wait. I don't even know what that is. Despicable Me 3 and Cars 3. Yeah, fair enough, because they're, they're, they're meant to be garbage. Um, but you've this got Atomic Blonde, which is 76, but you've got The Big Sick, which you haven't seen, you haven't seen, but it's fucking mint. But, th- like, Zoe, Zoe Kazan is fucking amazing, and... We should do a rom-com episode next week. I, I'm so down to talk about The Big Sick. Uh, I really want to see that movie. I've seen it. And I have cool. a theory, right? Right. That, that Ray Romano... Yeah. Isn't that bad. I think he might actually be quite funny. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to put Outlandish. that down. See, no, because Everybody Loves Raymond is a fucking garbage show. But after watching The Middle and having my pure hatred come out in full animal unrivaled rage, I, th- I think it might have just been her. <laughs> And no. not him that made me hate you fucking Everybody Loves Raymond. I was no. going to say, I don't actually hate Everyone Loves Raymond. It's all right. Because really, like, the, the thing about Everybody Loves Raymond is that the, the parents were too good for that show. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you're going to do a rom-com episode, you better get Millie on. <laughs> <laughs> so, she would murder both yeah, of you. Yeah, all right. I, I won't give context because that's a long story, but... Um, you can tell me just about this afterwards. Rest, yeah. But, rest of um, the box office. Millie likes rom-coms. That's the story. <laughs> a lot. Wait, hang on. Somebody with two X chromosomes likes rom-coms? <laughs> Holy shit. War of the Planet of the Apes, Dunkirk, Baby Driver, Spider-Man Homecoming, Wonder Woman. All over 90% certified Have fresh. you guys done Dunkirk? Uh, we... No. We did. And, and then, then I del- fucked up. Cal accidentally deleted the file. Okay. I didn't delete the file. Windows 10 updated itself okay. with, before I saved it. Oh, okay. Do you, do you want to do left... a mini Dunkirk since we've already complained about this? We did a mini quick? mini Dunkirk on him. But we can we can get we can get. Wait, what do you mean we? Because the only episode I haven't listened to is Baby Driver and he's not on it. Cal's catch up. Oh, Cal did a catch up. Yeah. Cal's back. Yeah. Maybe you're not as caught up as you thought. Wait, hang on. Has it has that one come out yet? Yeah. That and Planet of the Apes are both out. Cal, this is a little thing. I release on time. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, but also, I've turned notifications off for our shows. Because I only listen to them when I'm really, really bored. That's fair enough. Um, but yeah, we, You should we, go yeah. on the website and look at the photo I chose for the Cal's back one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Okay, cool. Well, uh, But yeah, we should get Brian's thoughts on Dunkirk. Because I have nothing yeah, else right. to say on this movie. Alright, cool. I, I enjoyed Dunkirk quite a bit. Cool, Dunkirk. Good. <laughs> I actually, I the more I think about it, the more I thoroughly do enjoy Dunkirk. I it's... came out of it a little iffy, but the more I think about it, I'm like, that was just a spectacularly made movie that I wasn't meant to enjoy on a story or character level. Yeah, I've seen the photo. I approve. All right, great. So I like I was at the um, I was at a summit kind of convention over um, the last weekend. And I was sitting at breakfast with some people. We were talking about movies. And they are like, oh, I want to go see Dunkirk. And I said, go see it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were just going to have kind of a conversation about... I enjoyed it. And it turned into a sales pitch of why you should go see it. Because they asked me something about it. And I said, oh, yeah, there's, like, next to no dialogue throughout the whole film. Very little. And he turns mm. to me and he goes, oh, well, <laughs> I don't really want to see it because how do you make a movie without dialogue? And I'm sitting there as like the say, only filmmaker in this room. <laughs> like that's kind of the I was going to say, but you, you mean how they made films for fucking decades? <laughs> I was going to say, he's a fuckhead who doesn't know how movies work. Well, and he's like, well, there's just, 
just not interesting about dialogue. I'm like, trust me, it's it's interesting without the dialogue. Like, you, you're so invested in it. And he's like, well, but, like, nothing can happen. I'm like, so much happens. It's what like a, two and a, a half hours of just man. death. Yeah, I know, me too, right? It's like, oh, I was where through. is he? What's his number? Let's oh. call him. Well, and this was his follow-up. He goes, wait, isn't it a, a Chris Nolan film or something like that? And I go... Yeah, and he goes, and he made Inception, right? And I, and like, Inception predates my ability to function on who's done what. And I'm like, sure? And he goes, oh, yeah, I liked Inception. It didn't have a whole lot of dialogue, but it was okay that it didn't. It had Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm Inception like, is your dumb man's smart action movie. Uh, well, so and this I, is, I need to watch Inception, well, I think. This is the best so part, truly... is then he goes... And I go, well, if you liked Inception, you'll enjoy this, just to get him to go watch the film. Yeah. And the person sitting on the other side of me goes, I didn't like Inception. And I go, still go see it. You'll enjoy it. Because it's nothing to do with Inception. <laughs> Dunkirk is is one of Nolan's better films, though, I yeah. think. Just, D- I think Dunkirk it, is a movie that, like, there's no other movie that's out right now that is what Dunkirk is. Yeah. Well, is there any movie Correct. that you could compare uh, it to in general? I, I honestly uh, can't think of another movie that know, has that does what Dunkirk does. I was going to say, as far as just a visual experience and like a thrill ride, Gravity is probably close. Yeah, I haven't seen Gravity. I haven't seen it. I but I, I didn't like Gravity, but I was told it was because I watched it on my laptop screen, which I believe. Yeah, I, I heard think that was the ver- whole point of Gravity is that you're meant to feel like you're in space with it. That like the sound yeah. design is so important. Yeah, and I've heard that in the IMAX it is fucking incredible. Even if you watched it with like a really good pair of headphones on like a reasonable sized television, compared to an like a cinema screen, it just doesn't. Oh, well, I've heard Dunkirk. I know you're talking about Gravity now, but I'm going back to Dunkirk. That's fine. Um, I've heard it compared to Saving Private Ryan. No, but I I haven't seen it, so I hesitate. Save it, probably Ryan is a is a story though. Well, I haven't seen it, so I I hesitate to compare it on that level. But I also heard that primarily from Americans, and correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't Saving Saving Private Ryan an American story? Well, I mean, everyone else was there, America. We all helped. That was just the first thing when I kept hearing people. You know where the boats them? came from on D Day, America. Did you guys? Because they England. Okay, so they supposedly there was two different. Peak the microphone. Sam and I talked about this a little bit the other day. Yeah. But there were supposedly two different cuts of Dunkirk released, although he couldn't find any evidence no, of this I other than this the article wrong. I had read. Did you, when you saw it? Did you have like? a page of text that kept flashing back and forth explaining what Dunkirk was at the beginning of your film? Yeah, because Kel saw it at the same time I did. I don't, I don't remember start. asking you about it, sorry. Yeah, I, you did. I don't remember. Yeah. No, this... you Whatever you read is wrong. I was going to oh. say, what I, it probably I don't was remember is, this at all. There are multiple but... versions of the movie, but the movie's the exact same. It's just whether it's shown on 70mm <clears> or not. Because I saw, like, there were different run times. Okay, it's wrong. I, I found no evidence of this. Maybe it was an early cut versus the theatric, like, what ended up getting released? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't realize Harry Styles was in it. I didn't, I, and once I saw his name, I went, wait, isn't that the punk from the band? And then went, who did he play? Uh, I mean, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know either until it was pointed out to me. Same. But also, he, like... Did a good job. He was fine. But, yeah, like, it was totally fun. Like, I, I'm not knocking you at all. It mm. was just, it was, that's exactly the sort of role that you put a, a fledgling actor into. Something where 
it's it's all about like it's not necessarily about delivering the lines well yeah or or generally you know this is going to sound emotion. really criticizing but it's not i i'm yeah it's it's less about being a good actor and more about just being present in that moment of shit going down yeah like yeah which with the advantage of working with nolan is a lot of that shit going down is happening for real and like I've I've yeah I, I didn't think that Nolan was a director that I should pay any attention to because I'm an ignorant asshole who didn't know anything about his previous work right. before really seeing this um, really I, Nolan I, is one of those direct I think people talk him up I think he has kind of the Tarantino status of but being over talked but I but. really enjoy all of Tarantino's films I didn't enjoy any of the films that I watched um, besides like I enjoyed you know, th- I enjoyed three of the eight hours of, of Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I, and I basically hadn't seen much else, so I didn't really know what to expect. I think Batman Begins is fantastic. Batman Begins is fantastic. And it's better than The Dark Knight. I saw Batman Look, As a Batman movie, last. definitely. I had seen the other two before I saw Batman Begins, and I thought, because I thought, it, I didn't realize they were related. Um, yeah, they just changed the well, naming scheme. I, it wasn't until this one was a thing that I talked to that I like ever had watched any mm. real superhero stuff. You're it, welcome. Yeah, because my parents just avoided like a plague. They did not want me near it. That's fair. Um, so nah. I started compiling a list of films to watch from him and other people who said these are films you should watch if you want to study film. And um, I ended up with a massive list of Batman films. And The Dark Knight was relatively recent, mm. um, to where when I heard the title Batman Begins, in conjunction with all of, you know, the Tim Burton films and the mm. other ones that were all from... Mm. I, I just kind of lumped them into that group of, these are different well, it films. It fits that naming scheme. Yeah, better. to yeah. where I, I just didn't realize that they could have been related until they're like, oh, the end of a trilogy, and I'm like, well, there, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google. <laughs> but, High school ignorance. But, but, yeah, that, I just want to say, for the record, yeah. Batman Begins is the perfect Batman origin movie. The Dark Knight is boring any moment the Joker isn't on screen. Yeah, the it should have just been called The Joker. <laughs> should, like, yeah. Just call it The Joker. Call, yeah. And it, fucking cut out half the shit in it. God damn, is that movie long? But like, I, I sat down and watched it. Charlie was watching it a couple of weeks ago. I sat down because I got him back from uni, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll watch the I'll watch the end of this before I go to bed." Mm. And it's at like the hospital explosion scene. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, this is pretty far through. I can sit down and watch it." Yeah, no. it's like an hour left. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to bed." Yeah, yeah, it's it, that's that's what it's like. I I remember sitting down to watch that movie. Like, yeah, like to go to bed, like. I, just as noise in the background. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to skip like to most of the way through this movie. Cause I know I can still go to sleep. I was at, a, I might've told this story before I was at a party once and there was some there, one there who had never watched a Batman movie. Yeah. So we're like Batman and Robin. Fair. Put yeah. it on. Good choice. Um, so we watched it. Hilarious. Great time. You know, we're at a party. Um, it's like, cool. The dark Knight. put it on play. Whoa. As a second movie? Yeah. That's a bad idea. We watched it at like 0.5 speed. Like yeah. like 1.5 speed. Like yeah. We watched if there it was a way to forward. truncate silence for a movie somehow, like just truncate all the shit that doesn't fucking matter. 
<sighs> it's called cutting. It's but... meant to happen in the editing room. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I need to look up if like anyone's made a, a super cut of just all the shit that includes Harvey Dent and just fuck that off, like, and just have like the Batman versus the Joker um, story. Other other international summit story of of the podcast was um. He, you might not know this in full. Probably I don't not. do well around any kind of smoke, and I spent the weekend in Vegas, right. which is the hub for all of the smoke in the universe. <laughs> um, okay. And the number of jokes made about how I should just get a Bane mask. You should, yeah. <laughs> no. Just just walk around like an Asian person. They just like with the face masks on all the time. But see, the I would need like the full on like. Air. <laughs> With it. Anyway, we've hit the hour mark. Atomic Blonde was exceptionally disappointing. Watch any of the other movies we've mentioned instead. Yeah. Dark Maybe Dark. not The Dark Knight, though. Dark Knight's good otherwise. It's just if got a lot got of If you've got like a day and a half to kill. And also, The Dark Knight Rises is entirely boring because it doesn't have any of the Joker bits. Also, I'm pretty sure Vox, Wisecrack, and Nerdwriter are all YouTube channels that have done um, really good analysis on why Christopher Nolan's a good director to follow. Um, and that's He always why, does something different. But, like, I honestly just don't find any of his films fun to watch a lot of the time. Like, Dunkirk's probably the one that I had the most fun in. Same. Besides maybe Batman Begins. But even then, like... My, my point is, he's a really interesting director to analyse and to, to follow, but not even necessarily to watch. I found Inception quite boring. I imagine that I would, too. Um, and I then got told it was because I didn't understand it. Wait, have oh, you not- yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Fuck it. everybody. You haven't seen it? <laughs> I haven't seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been meaning to watch Interstellar, but I feel like I'd hate it. Uh, I, I've well? tried to watch Interstellar. Oh, really? And it was like heroin. I just felt numb and fell asleep. Nice. I just, uh, yeah, except I'm <laughs> not. Yeah, it's like heroin, but in no way addictive or enjoyable. Well, it just <laughs> looks really like. Boring? Yes, yep. and I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. But it's not about sci-fi. I know. It's about Matthew McConaughey, who, who for some reason people like and find interesting. Got yeah. Doing a thing that's in no way interesting. I think it came out too close to The Martian, too. The Martian is so much better a space f- film. And it does, <sighs> but it does the... Like, I heard Interstellar's, like, hyped up because it's like, it does science so real. I'm like... Oh, doesn't. Well, Yeah. It doesn't. It does bullshit. Faith, black holes, fucking rejoining your loved ones. Bullshit. Damn <laughs> The Martian is actually very science accurate. Ironically, with that, with the exception of the storm the at the beginning. start. Yeah, but that's that's like it's fine. But that's all science fiction. It's one. In, if we believe this one little thing, how can the rest of the world work? How can the rest exactly? Of the universe and work? actually, at uni, we'd we'd specifically studying science fiction for. the the last two weeks and next week as well. Mm. Having the time of my life, I go to real university. Mm. We watch clips from Surrogates and <laughs> Westworld. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, want to go should... to good film school. <laughs> yeah, we should we should wrap this up. Yeah, it, I, I tried to do that two minutes yeah, ago. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Three minutes um, ago. But so, counting. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. See you, nerds. And follow us on at oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Shop <laughs> pod. yeah do all those things. Are we, have we, is there a competition still going? Uh, no, the competition's done. But Alex Brigade. of Dice Hard has just launched his game, The Brigade. So check that out on Kickstarter. Yeah, um, it's very fun looking. I haven't played it yet. Also, uh, did I tell you about 
that I, I got my copy of Rain, the the one that Kyrule from you one of the did, Dark Side but I don't know if you told me on air. Yeah, well, I, I got my got my copy of Rain. Looks fun. I need people to play it with. So, listeners, fuck off. I'm gonna ask my real friends. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, Cal knows how to build an audience. <laughs> I mean, if you want, I, no, I'm not telling you where to find me. <laughs> Fucking go, go get real friends. Get a copy of Rain. Play it with them. I don't want to play with you. Can <laughs> I say that? <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> See you, nerds.